Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Rusty Quill presents... Lumi Island, a short story series of the Ostium Network. Written by Alex C. Tilander. Read by Justy G. Part 1. Cold Tinted Windows. Two. An intruder. That's what I felt like. On Lumi, and even getting to Lumi, eight months is a decent chunk of time to spend in one place, especially when it has a population of 822. It's gone down since then. People moved on while I was there, left for good. You would think living on an island for the better part of a year with that many people... I must have talked or at least interacted in some way with every person on the island at some point, right? Well, let me just shock you a little and say I'd be hard-pressed to commit to talking with even a hundred people. There's a way of life on Lumi that it took me almost every day of those 32 weeks to fully acclimatize to. By the end of it, I was happy and ready to find my next story and leave. I believe that population number is going to keep dropping, and those who visit Lumi tend not to come back. Those who leave never come back. An intruder. Keep that ugly word in your mind. It's sharp and deadly all over like a big ball of barbed wire. It's not something you play with. It's something you handle carefully, with thick gloves. And you never take your eye off it. The plane took me to Bellingham International Airport, which is a small airport like any other, perhaps not deserving of the international status. Once I had my one rolling suitcase off of the conveyor belt, I spent the next hour mulling over how exactly I was going to get to Lumi with minimal issues. I had neglected to look into buses or other forms of public transportation. Hey, A girl only has so much time to research, okay? I could, of course, call a taxi and take it all the way to the ferry dock, which would take some time and some substantial moolah. I could afford it, but then I would have problems affording other things like food later tonight. I knew for sure there wasn't a train that went that way, so that left one option, really. Can I help you, miss? Give you a ride, perhaps? My eyes turned to a middle-aged man, a couple of hundred pounds overweight, 
with a thick beard that looked like it enjoyed consuming morsels of food as much as the mouth in the middle of it did. However, it was immaculately clean. Personal grooming. I took this as a good sign. Maybe I'm headed to Lumi Island, I said. That was when I started weighing a whole new armload of options and thoughts and possibilities. This is something that the male sex has a hard time understanding and even just straightforward thinking about. When a man offers to do something nice for a woman, a favor, a courtesy, no matter how polite it may be, there is always a potential caveat. It may not be implied or intended by the man, but the woman still has to consider it. To be prepared, I carry pepper spray on me at all times. And I literally mean that. No matter where I'm going, anywhere in public, I always have it on me. I can be walking down the street and there's a man ahead of me. It can be broad daylight with a few people walking by on the other side of the street. Doesn't matter. I still have to be prepared. To accept, he might try something. 99.9 .9 times out of 100, he doesn't. But if I let my guard down that tenth of a percentile of a time, then that's it. I don't stand a chance. This is one of the fundamental differences between men and women from a sociological perspective. Women, when walking alone, spend their time wondering and worrying if something might happen. Men, when walking alone, are thinking about where they're trying to get to or about any other random thought that comes into their heads. They never think, well, maybe there's a guy waiting around the corner who's going to attack me, because they don't need to. Okay, let's pull back a little here, sorry. Got a little proselytizing there, it's uh, also the absolute goddamn truth. And here I was, with these hundreds of thoughts running through my mind before the man had even answered my question. And I didn't know what I was going to say if he was going my way. Well, how about that? What a coincidence. That's where I'm headed right now. Just came in from L.A. My family's already at the pad on the Baker Preserve. Be happy to give you a lift to the ferry, if you like. After that, we can just part ways, no strings attached. See, it's saying something like that, no strings attached, that just gets my heart racing. He said it thinking little of it, thinking he'd make a little joke or maybe not realizing what he was actually saying, and from my perspective, it could mean the complete opposite. But the sun was shining, the skies were blue, and I was going to keep my pepper spray in my pocket, firmly gripped in my hand the whole way. That would be truly awesome. I'd really appreciate it. No problem. Happy to oblige. My name's Stephen. Kate, pleased to meet you. A rough handshake and a nod, and then he led the way. The car should be out front all ready for us. The car ride wasn't what I expected. <laughs>